0: Hi, so hi everybody. Welcome to the Business Business Spotlight Series. I'm Mark McNelty, President Action Coach Bluegrass in Southern Indiana. And today I have with me Ray Strothman, founder and chairman of Strothman and Company. And he's also a member of the Executive Council. And he's my guest today. I met Ray when I first came to Louisville, as one of the first business people I met. And um, it's always been a privilege to meet and talk with him as he has built an amazing company. So today we're going to be talking about. Uh, his business journey, the journey to ownership, the challenges, things he's done to build his business over the years. And um, it's going to be, we're going to learn a lot from Ray, I have over the years. Now, if this is your first time listening to one of our Spotlight series, be sure to like and subscribe so that you get notifications every time we update with an interview. So Ray, welcome. And thank
1: you so much for being here today. Thank you, Mark. I'm Happy to be here. I've always uh, admired you and what you do for your clients. Well,
0: oh, thank you. So set the stage for our, our our listeners and viewers. You know, tell us a little bit about, you know, Strothman, kind of the, the journey you've been on from when you started and, you know, hit the ground sure. running, you know, doing sure. the footwork to grow your practice to to where you're at today as a really big and a good size, full service CPA firm.
1: So, uh, Mark, I'm a native of Louisville. I uh, was raised in the Germantown neighborhood, went through the parochial school system, St. X. Haskell, Bellarmine University. At Bellarmine, I uh, was fortunate as a sophomore to obtain an internship at uh, Ernst & Ernst at the time. It's now, um, I guess, Ernst & Young. But it was uh, great, I, I hit the ground running. You know, I'm, I always had a an, a desire to be in accounting and Bellarmine is a great school with a great reputation, great CPA record of their graduates. Uh, so uh, when I left, uh, you know, uh, when I stayed with Ernst about 10 years, I left there and started a uh, firm, Carpenter Strothman and Bowling for three years Stayed there and decided that I wanted to start my own thing because of uh, uh, the culture. You know, I believed in giving back. I think that giving back is, is the way you succeed in in life and the way you succeed in business. So I started Charlottesville Company a little over 40 years ago. I know it sounds a long time ago, but uh, and it's been a great journey. Um, you know, uh, basically, uh, when I started, I wanted to fill a void between what the big large firms can do and what some of the low smaller sole proprietors can do. And, you know, and I got a lot of great experience in Ernst and at a high level from both an audit and from a tax perspective. So uh, I felt like there was a need in the marketplace for entrepreneurial businesses, family business, business owners. So the purpose of starting the firm was to fill that void in the marketplace and it's worked, you know, over the years, we've grown significantly. You know, we provide significant accounting, audit, tax, advisory type services for many entrepreneurial businesses, nonprofit organizations, and government agencies.
0: So how many employees do you have now?
1: Right now we have 85 employees, you know, so we grew from just me 40 years ago to 85. Uh, We have close to 50 CPAs and, uh, you know, we have uh, 12 partners. So we have a really great management group that uh, provides uh, great services for our amazing clients.
0: So after 40 years, um, you know, founder, chairman. So, you know, what's what's your day to day like? You know, what what's your current role in the business?
1: My role is more uh, advisory. Uh, you know, I, I'm still involved in clients. Uh, I'm still reviewing tax returns, but it's more of a strategic type review you know, I, I try to work with, uh, at a high level with our clients, with respect to not only, uh, saving them taxes, but also, you know, helping them with whatever their, uh, uh financial and administrative and marketing opportunities are. So we work with many uh, startups, you know, our, our theme has been we help entrepreneurs grow at every stage every day. And part of that is to, uh, really see these companies grow and become successful, provide employment in the community. So it's really been a great run, Mark. It's uh, it's uh, fun. It's fun to help people grow and make money. And guess what happens when they make money? They're willing to pay their fees, <laughs> which is <laughs> yeah, good for us.
0: True. That's always important. So, exactly. so that that's awesome. So how have you built? So, you know, how have, tell me, Tell our viewers how you've built your leadership team over the years, because, you know, as you went from you to 85, you've built, you you know, you've built your partners, you've built your leadership team. Tell us kind of how, how, what was that process like?
1: Early on, I mean, I attended a number of programs on, and listened to many uh, audio tapes on how to build a CPA firm. Uh, I, you know, I was involved in marketing. I think early on, I was probably uh, more like, what the market is today, I was out there, uh, you know, uh, being involved in organizations, making relationships, uh, doing a little bit of advertising. I mean, we don't get that much business from advertising, but really developing relationships that uh, ultimately led to uh, growth of the firm. Uh, You know, I learned early on that uh, you need to learn how to negotiate, how to deal with people. I think uh, business relationships are important, both in terms of hiring people and in terms of uh, attracting business to our firm. So uh, I was able to to do that. And one thing we did from day one is I started an educational series. We started a seminar series. So our firm has had an ongoing seminar series since I started the firm. I mean, originally it might be 10 people in a room. Now we'll have hundreds of people in a room. You know, where we provide uh, CPE for CPAs who are either controllers, CFOs for our clients, or for just our clients, our business owners who want to know about what they can do to make their business better, how they can save on taxes, you know, how they can be more strategic, how they can use technology in their business. So over the years, uh, it's just really been uh, a matter of. Of uh, you know one one day at a time one step at a time one person at a time one client at a time, and to attract and retain the best and brightest people.
0: Okay, so all, along those lines, um, you know, we talked a little bit before we got started. You know, just about the challenges of, of 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 team, and every 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 business I talk to out there, you know, that's a challenge. So, so what are some things you do to make Strothman? Um, an attractive career for somebody either coming out of school or looking to get into public accounting, whether it's from school or from, you know, another another firm or another, you know, just another type of accounting. Right. What, what, what kinds of things do you do to, to, to attract great people? Yes.
1: So, uh, I mean, we attract different people. I mean, one of the sources of uh, employment in our firm would be an internship program at the schools. Mm-hmm. So we recruit at uh, Bellarmine University of Lobo, Indiana University Southeast, plus, you know, around the country, really, just whatever resumes come our way. Uh, so we try to be on campus. We interview. But the way we hire people is we get them in here as an intern. We'll have seven or eight interns at any one time working either in accounting or tax or uh, sometimes administrative. And, you know, we get to know them. They get to know us. And hopefully it leads to them uh, uh, joining us full-time. For experienced people, I mean, basically, it's uh, word of mouth. I think it's reputation. Over the years, we've built a, an excellent reputation uh, for uh, being you know, a firm of high-quality, high-quality clients, uh, providing uh, a high level of services. So uh, experienced people, they want to join in with with good people, people that they can learn from, people that they can work with. And so, uh, you know, what I found is, you know, one of the big challenges as people and in any industry, as you know, Mark, uh, and, and the same thing with public accounting. So there's certainly a shortage of accounts. So we have to do what we can to provide the best working environment, the best uh, technology, the best uh, compensation, benefits, and, uh, you know, we're always making sure that we're competitive mm-hmm. with uh, with other people in our industry. So uh, we've been very fortunate. We've had a lot of people who've joined us. In fact, uh, several of our partners joined us as, uh, I guess, three of our partners joined us as uh, interns. And, you know, our partner in charge of tax, Neil Zinzer, mm-hmm. uh, joined us as an intern. Our partner in charge of insurance services, which is audit. In accounting is uh, uh, Jim Stevenson, and you know he joined us as an intern. Uh, Megan Reynolds started as an intern in our administrative group, and now she's doing a great job as a partner in our firm. So, so we've had, you know, we've grown some of the people and other people we've hired that had been other places that joined us. So it's it's really constant. I mean, you um, you're always trying to do everything you can to make the environment a fun environment. You know, we have activities throughout the year. We try to involve the families. You know, we try to make the uh, people feel that, you know, this is a family firm, that they can trust us, that, you know, we're here for them and we wanna make sure that they succeed in their career the best they can. We provide significant educational opportunities uh, as well as great benefits, you know, so you know, we want to make this a go-to, go-to place to work. And I think that's what we've done.
0: Yeah. And you've got a great reputation in town, in the business community. And, you know, anybody that would ask would, 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 uh, would back up what you've just said. So, um, so, so what about clients? So what, so, you know, there's a lot of competition in Louisville, right? There's, you know, there's not, there's a lot of accounting firms, large, medium, small. So, you know why should people pick Strothman? What is it? What is it that that says that that puts you over the top in terms? Of we're the best. We're the best choice.
1: I think we're the best choice uh, mainly uh, due to our uh, entrepreneurial attitude. We're an entrepreneurial firm mm-hmm. serving entrepreneurs. I mean, obviously, we also serve governments. We we audit the city level, audit the city of Lexington, we audit many school districts and other nonprofits. But our main uh, clientele or business owners. And basically, we work with those business owners to, you know, help them grow, to improve improve their wealth, make their business more profitable, save them on taxes, and it's a one-on-one thing. We uh, we employ uh, innovative practices to uh, to help uh, not only from a tax perspective, but we also have a data services uh, group within our firm to help uh, clients better. Uh, obtain data that they can use to manage their business. So our profession is moving more and more towards advisory and away from uh, the compliance type work. Artificial intelligence has done a lot to change that. For example, I mean, I'm preparing taxes now. A tax preparer doesn't enter data. Tax preparer basically reviews the data that, that our software has scanned in to populate a tax return. You know, so it's it's really changed in terms of what we do. So we're moving more towards advisory and away from compliance. Audits are the same way. You know, blockchain is uh, you know, and some of the artificial intelligence has changed the way audits are done. You know, we can select samples and and do a lot more with in less time than we did before. So it's it's just a different world. So I think one of the things we've done is is to stay up with technology and uh, make sure that we're always state-of-the-art technology and everything that we did yeah. so tell tell our listeners and viewers
0: a little bit about advisory services because you know i uh, you know i remember when you started really branching out into that and um, worked with part of your team early, early on in those days and i know it's expanded a lot since then so you know tell tell our viewers more about you know what does it mean to get advisory services from a firm like yours?
1: Well, it depends on the needs. We're we're not a cookie cutter firm. We're more of a needs oriented firm. So, you know, we evaluate the needs of every client, uh, but we have many uh, business owners that really can't afford a full-time CFO, can't afford nice. a full-time controller. So we provide outsourced uh, CFO, outsourced controller type services. Okay. Uh, we also have, uh, we've developed a uh, a group within our firm we have the entrepreneurial business services group but within that group we have uh, our cash group client advisory and accounting services okay. to where many companies you know they there's a shortage of people so they're not able to hire competent bookkeepers or you know or there's issues so they'd rather hire us to handle their accounting and bookkeeping needs or their, their CFO type needs their controller type needs And they find that it's actually less expensive. You know, they don't have to worry. If you have one person, they can get sick. Their children get sick. If you go to Struthman, you're looking at 85 people. You know, you got a great depth of service providers so that we're always going to be there and we're always going to make sure that our clients have uh, timely and accurate financial information and that we can properly advise them. Uh, we also have industry groups within our firm. You know, we've uh, we've always been big on manufacturing and distribution, which is big in the global area. Uh, real estate development and construction is a big component. Professional services is a big component. Nonprofit and uh, government is a big component. But we have a lot of uh, <clears throat> different variety of clients that we serve. We don't have any one industry but we have specialists within each of those industries, you know, that uh, will serve that group, you know, whether it's real estate or construction or manufacturing or, you know, professional services. So we can always uh, assign someone to an account that has great experience in that area so that they hit the ground running. So if someone changes CPA firms, it's not going to be a big deal. In fact, you know we're going to come up with new ideas. In many cases, I'll perform a a second opinion or a firm will perform a second opinion on returns, and we'll come up with ways to not only reduce taxes going forward but to amend returns and get refunds from the past from uh you know some uh you know the, the, what you find is that some accountants will rely too much on the software. Okay. And if you just rely on the software, sometimes you miss things. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we we go beyond the software. We really evaluate the returns and make sure we haven't missed any time thing because the tax preparation software doesn't always give you the best answer. Right. So what are so what are some of the so
0: you know for the viewers who aren't you know aware, so what are some of the other benefits of you know, having industry specific like the professional services, you know, what what makes that an even
1: better solution than just your general, you know, CPA firm? Well, I think it's, uh, you know, being a specialist versus, you know, going to a general practitioner. I mean, uh, if you have someone that's familiar with your industry, I think it prevent it presents uh, an opportunity that, you know, they hit the ground running. They know the lingo. They know what uh, And every business has, uh, you know, key performance indicators, KPIs. Mm -hmm. So we work with our clients in developing dashboards so that they can evaluate, uh, you know, how they're doing. You know, it's like keeping score. One of the great things about accounting is we're scorekeepers. We want to make sure that, uh, you know, we're making money. But, you know, so there's different kind of indicators, leading and lagging indicators. So we work with our uh, clients to develop those dashboards and not only look at historical but also projected uh, future operations. So I, I think it's just knowing the business. It's just mm-hmm. being smart and helping uh, helping them uh, do do what's best for them and their families. Right. Okay. So when you look at the state of
0: accounting and and accounting services and you know, services, what what do you see coming for your, your industry in serving the business community, say, you know, in the next three to five years?
1: Well, I think that what we've seen in the last three to five years is a significant increase in uh, the use of technology. Uh, I see that as increasing. I don't see that as changing. Uh, in terms of obtaining information, uh, it's much easier now, obviously. I mean, you can Google, you can do whatever, uh, you know, you have the uh, artificial intelligence that uh, I think will affect every industry. And I think it's certainly going to affect our industry going forward. So, what I see in our business is that our people will become more spending their time on advice or advisory services as compared to the compliance services. So to be more, uh, what can we do strategy-wise? What can we do to lower our taxes? How can we structure our business? You know, uh, what can we do relative to uh, extracting data and using that data to make good management decisions? Mm-hmm. So that's the trend, advisory as compared to uh, c- compliance. So what does that
0: mean in terms of, you know, the training you have to do for your staffing to, you know, for your team? to be great at that because that's a different type of work than they were trained in school or, you know, in their career up till now, how, how do you get them?
1: Well, we have uh, various programs within our firm. Um, uh, you know, we have, uh, we're, we're part of a group called mindset in which, uh, or mind shop, excuse me, not mindset, okay. uh, mindset's important. <laughs> but, uh, <Yeah.
0: laughs>
1: uh, where, uh, we literally, uh, you know, work with, uh, some outside consultants to that, uh, consult with the CPA industry to really help us in terms of what are the trends, what do we need to do? You know, how can we train our people to be better, uh, better advisors to our, uh, to our clients. So really it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, educational programs and it's just an attitude within the firm. Okay. I like that. So, um,
0: what advice would you have? And if you could convey one, one really important thing to our listeners who are business owners, what would, what do you, what do you, what, what idea or thought do you want them to to know that that you think is really important that that you, that you see, because you see a lot of businesses through your company, but also in your networks and that, you know, what's one piece of advice you'd have for business owners. to help think,
1: you know, obviously, uh, people is what it's all about. So, I mean, somehow you need to have, uh, you know, a, a a you need to have core values. You need to have a culture, you know, that provides for the needs of your people. And, you know, the, the key in today's environment is really attracting and retraining, retaining the key people, the best people. Mm-hmm. And I think the way you do that is, uh, uh, it's not only, uh, compensation benefits i think a lot of it is uh, is how you treat your people i think it needs to start from the top all of the people need to be treated with trust and respect uh when i first started in business i had a business coach similar to you unfortunately you passed away but he, but his uh he had on his desk a sign and it say pay mental wages daily So his advice to me and my advice to the viewers is pay mental wages daily. You should show appreciation. You should look for ways to praise your people because, you know, compensation is important. You need to be competitive, but you also need to have an environment in which they enjoy being there, that they want to come to work every day, that they like being with you. They like being with the organization and they really are working towards a common goal. You know to make the the company successful and provide the goods, products, or services for the clientele. So really, it's uh, it's just do what you can to create a fun environment that people enjoy coming to work and just want to like just can't wait to do what they do. So if you can somehow accomplish that, then you're going to be successful in any business you're in. Awesome. So we've covered a lot of ground here, and
0: I've got a, kind of a few um, kind of rapid-fire questions, just quick sure. ones. So, right. so what's what's the key to success for you in your mind?
1: Hard work. Okay.
0: And relationships.
1: Hard and work. Relationships. And relationships. Okay. Hard work and yeah, relationships. Got to work hard, but you also develop relationships. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what's one book that you're reading now
0: or that you've read recently that you highly recommend to our listeners?
1: Well, I read the Bible on a regular basis. I highly recommend the Bible. Mm-hmm. I attend Southeast Christian Church, and they have amazing uh, sermons that I listen to also. Uh, I'm also reading a book called The Go-Giver. It's a book Dick Wilson, a friend of mine, uh, referred to me. Uh, he also got me at the University of Louisville I'm on the uh, President's Council, and we have a mentoring program. So what he does and what I'm doing is having the student read this book. It's all about giving back versus taking. It's becoming a giver in life and not a taker in life. And uh, so it's called The Go-Giver.
0: Awesome. I'll have to add that to my list and and for my clients as well. So thank you for that. So if you could choose one area of your business to improve immediately, like this week, what would it be?
1: Well, number one is, uh, you know, even though we do all these great things, I think it's retention. Mm -hmm. I mean, the key to success is retaining your people. So uh, in today's environment, you know, uh, we have some people that come and stay forever. I mean, they love it, but you know, other people, uh, you know, the generational gap, uh, Gen Zs or whatever, uh, you know, they somehow have the attitude that they need to move on to be successful so somehow, I'd, I'd say the big thing is just improving our uh, retention to where uh, we have less than ten percent turnover. Okay, awesome,
0: and that's yeah, that's that's and that's clearly on the minds of every entrepreneur out there Absolutely. and business owner. Absolutely. Right. So awesome. So um, so last question, Ray. So what's most
1: inspiring to you? What inspires you most? I think the thing that inspires me most is the success of our people and the success of our clients. Uh, you know, I mean, you don't get into this just to make money. I mean, I've done well financially, but, you know, you need to have another purpose. And really, uh, it's really been gratifying to me to see so many of our people. I mentioned the people that started as interns and now they're partners with the firm. Um uh, I have many clients that started out with nothing and now they make a hell of a lot more money than I do. So so it's really gratifying to uh, be a part of the success of people's lives, whether it's uh, one of our employees or one of our clients. That's great. Thank
0: you so much for sharing that. I appreciate that. So um, to our viewers and listeners, this has been Ray Strothman. Founder, chairman, we could go on forever, yes. um, but I don't want to take up any more raise time. And, but a lot of great nuggets out there around culture and people and, inv- and building an environment for them, as well as looking ahead and how to use technology right. and, and, you know, advance your services. So really appreciate you for sharing that with us today. Um, listeners, we um, really appreciate you doing this. If you If you enjoyed this, like it, share it with your friends. This has been Mark McNulty and Ray Strothman, and I appreciate you and see you all next time. Thanks. Thank you, Mark.